0: hey guys welcome to uh the usl show we are still at the united soccer coaches convention if you must know it is uh friday the 17th at about five o'clock p.m we've talked to a bunch of people today uh you're gonna hear one of those interviews uh peter wilt who you might know from starting uh seven soccer clubs and and six of them still exist the soccer fan engagement and team starter uh, of, of many things in Chicago. He kind of took credit if you listen to League One Fund's interview with him, uh, which might be a nice little add-on, because we did talk to him back-to-back, so that would probably be a cool thing, just to kind of listen to both of those. Um, he took credit for, uh, for Minnesota United, which was kind of weird, but uh, a very, very pleasant dude. You'll hear that, and then you will hear Phil and I uh, talk about a bunch of uh, USL Championship transfers and the like, so... Um, maybe a bit long in the teeth, hopefully not we'll probably be close to an hour maybe but uh, we hope you enjoy it, we had a wonderful time here at the United Soccer Coaches Convention in lovely, a little too cold for Phil, but lovely for me, Baltimore, Maryland and uh, yeah we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon for sure uh, be on the lookout, I think you've heard two episodes of, of Ryan and, and Pony talking about making Ford Madison into a American juggernaut um, if you like those, let us know if you don't, uh be kind about it, you know. Maybe just slide into Phil and I's DMs and just tell us that you you don't like Ryan and Pony that much. It's fine, um, we understand. But uh, no, we think it's really good stuff. They found their niche. It's a very uh, <laughs> American soccer fan thing. To be really hard to Football Manager uh, with Pro Rel in it, but give those a listen. They're they're obsessed with stats and things, so I'm sure it'll play well if you're uh, if you're playing Football Manager 20, which is what I do with those, matter of fact. But I'll stop rambling. I haven't really talked into a microphone today too much, so I need to do it. But. Uh, We'll talk to you guys soon. Here's those interviews, and, uh, and Phil and I talk us for transfers, and then we'll uh, we'll be back with it. The U.S.L. Show, also known as the View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn. I'm sorry you were offended. Apology. The U.S. military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid. I feel angry. Disappointed. The USL show I, I don't want to do A long introduction Because everyone should know Who I'm about to be talking to It is the uh, I don't know Most protested man In American soccer In some, in some ways uh, The most adored man In American soccer In other ways We have a dear friend That's an Indy 11 fan Who told me to hug you But I, I won't do that Peter Wilt's here Andrew Retz No yeah. I'm sorry I want to
1: hug Andrew Different Retz. friend Okay Well we can get that out to Andrew Peter Evans Yeah I want to hug Peter Evans too Yeah
0: Okay <laughs> What about Chris Evans moving on okay no it's fine it's fine this is my thing uh sir you have have made a a niche out of yourself by being maybe the most online person in soccer since before the internet just about back to your days posting on big soccer threads and, and responses to fans uh in 2020 that's a great idea did you ever think you were just in, insane for trying to talk to people on message boards? And are you now the smartest man in soccer yeah, for knowing that, for doing that virtual that. community involvement is a big thing? <laughs> and the fact that I own two Ford Madison jerseys and live in Pennsylvania
1: is uh, crazy. Thank you for your service. You're quite welcome. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't think it was crazy. It goes back to when I was a kid. I, I was in school and I sent a letter to the owner of the Chicago White Sox, Bill Veck. Uh, you know, Off-air, we were talking about his son, Mike Veck, mm-hmm. uh, famous for his uh, mantra of fun is good. Uh, his dad is in the Baseball Hall of Fame as a, a baseball promoter. He basically invented every cool promotion yes. there is. And when I wrote Bill Veck this uh, angry letter objecting to hiring a former Cub as manager, Don Kessinger, I didn't really expect it to go anywhere. Uh, yet, a couple weeks after I sent it, I got a return letter personalized from Bill Veck, uh, disagreeing with my position sure. and stating why and going into it, and I was blown away that uh, someone that important mm. would take the time to communicate with a peon like me. Uh, so I, I wrote him back thanking them for, for writing me and telling them I still disagreed with the sure, sure, as you should. Yeah.
0: And that's the way discourse works now, too, which is fascinating. There's a lot of just respectful disagreements and no one gets mad at each other. And that's,
1: yeah. you know, except for that last part. Right. Uh, and so that influenced me. You know, I thought, whether it was in the back of my mind or the front of my mind, I thought if I'm ever in a position uh, to connect with uh, fans, I, I would do so because I remember the impact it had on me. It made me a bigger White Sox fan, not a lesser White Sox fan, yeah. even though he disagreed with me. Uh, so, I, I, you know, my career in soccer started with the Milwaukee Wave, and I was always fan friendly there. I'd sure. attend the booster club meetings and uh, be a friend of theirs and be there to answer questions and give updates on the team. Uh, and communicate the old-fashioned way and that continued you know through my days with the chicago power minnesota thunder i remember the internet and email starting to become relevant with the minnesota thunder and i was probably at the forefront of of administrators that were connecting with fans virtually and then with the chicago fire uh, look that was a whole different level than indoor soccer or lower division soccer in the U.S. at that time of Minnesota. And to connect with that many people, it required um, the internet, social media, big soccer. And I ended up utilizing big soccer as a way to clarify issues. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's always issues with a, a soccer team, whether they're real or uh, dreamed up, and If an executive can regularly address those issues, it's for the betterment of the team and the betterment of the fans and betterment of the the, the culture and the relationship of the fans to the team. They'll feel more connected. And I say this over and over that what you're trying to do as an executive is to convince a community that they own the team, not you. By being out there, whether it's in person or online, and communicating with fans, you're giving them a say in how your business and your team are run. So, for me, it it was simple. Uh, It requires a certain uh, online personality or Mm -hmm. brand, I think, to do it well. Because it's not rocket science, but it's more of an art. I mean, a lot of executives have tried it, and some of it has worked, some of it hasn't. Um, If you come across as know-it-all or being stubborn uh, or looking down on on fans, Mm -hmm. it can go the other way because you're putting yourself out there. Your personality out there, and your personality becomes an extension of the teams. Yeah, and so if, if it's not done right, it can have a, a negative effect. But uh, for me, partly I think because of my experience uh, and my uh, false humility. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> People, yep, we know it well. well, well. Has that, yeah. so. <laughs> uh, it ends up I think being an asset uh, for the team and for the fans. Mm.
2: So. He- you have a position with the USL doing that now, and so you're in a position where you have to kind of teach that. Is that teachable? Is it? Do you go into any front offices and be like, you need to hire someone to do this because you don't have it? Is, is it a thing you can do?
1: Uh, first of all, again, I, I, I try to take the position, whether it's with front offices or with supporters, that I'm not telling them what they have to do. Sure. I'm giving them thoughts and ideas and asking them questions and hearing theirs. Uh, it's, it's more consultative than it is an overlord. Uh, but your point is it has some merit that there are some X's and O's, blocking and tackling, that you can teach, but the execution of it still has some nuances that have to be done well in order to be successful. Uh, but just by educating uh, all the parties, owners, staff, fans, it helps address what the... Baseline issues are, which is generally communication. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it manifests itself in all sorts of uh, of ways. Uh, and, and, you know, oftentimes supporters or front office likes to focus on the specifics of an issue that went bad uh, rather than the overarching elements that led to it or can lead to the solution. And generally, solution is in-person communication.
2: Yeah,
0: I, is there? And I, I suppose you don't have to name names, but it might—it might not matter. Is there one thing in your in your starting nine hundred thousand soccer clubs over twenty leagues or, or what have you in the United States uh, that sort of got away from you that you
1: would love to try again? Oh gosh! Besides all of it, I guess. Yeah, the Chicago riot. I, 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 maybe because they no longer exist. Um, But actually, I don't think they no longer exist because of anything we did or didn't do. Um, That was really... We had 35 days to put that team together. (laughs) And it was probably the most fun experience of my career. Um, We had extremely limited... Resources And I guess if I had it to do over again, I would have tried harder to figure out a way to get more resources. Maybe 36 the, days. That would have done it. Oh. On the 36th day, yep. the GM produced an extra $300,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go
0: fund me, maybe, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think this way of working with communities and being... S- um, proactive with yep. fans and communicating is something that evolved over time Sure. it, it kind of came instinctively even before soccer I don't know if people know but I started in minor league hockey mm-hmm. Milwaukee and going to booster club meetings and walking through the stands during games and talking to fans uh, seemed like a natural thing to me but I think that communication has evolved and grown over time so maybe I guess I'd say wish I did more of that earlier. Mm. Uh, but I th- yeah, no regrets.
0: Right. Fair enough.
2: Do you, f- do you find that the fans are usually right? That you talk to the fans and they have the best ideas?
1: Good for you to say <laughs> no. you, gaffe, you can. Are they often wrong? Maybe I should ask that. Oh, gosh. I, they're certainly not always wrong. I do think that in general, staff and I'll say ownership, underestimate the um, intelligence, knowledge, experience, uh, desire for fans to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you look at, especially leadership of supporters groups nowadays, it's for the most part not a bunch of eagle maniacal idiots that are living their dreams through this position it 's these supporter groups are led by a variety of intelligent people from all backgrounds of life, both uh, demographically diverse and skill set diverse so which is great. I think the most successful supporters groups ha, are led by directors and committee folks that uh, have real world experiences that are transferable, whether it 's you know marketing people or you know, government employees, or lawyers, doctors, candlestick makers. Mm-hmm. And I, I think staff and owners sometimes view supporters through a single lens of what they see during the 90 minutes of a game, which granted, if that's your only view of them, you could see them as kind of being crazy, wild people, yeah. which we love as fans, but you may not want to be making or influencing decisions in your business. Uh, but if you step out and get to know them as human beings and see what they're in the real world, they mm. offer a lot. Uh, they're, they've got a unique perspective of your team that you don't. Mm. I mean, staff and ownership has a bias that uh, the fans don't. Uh, the fans have a passion that maybe some of the owners and the staff don't. Mm. Love it.
0: Sir, time is precious. Yeah. We know you you have got places, places to, to go. go. Yeah, and, only, and we're only 36 days <laughs> to do
1: them. <laughs> Amen. Thank you guys very much for having me Been on. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate you take it. Take care.
0: Hey, Phil, we're back with uh, with the stuff. We, there was a break there. 156 <laughs> is what you're looking for in my audio. When I said, "Good, thank here. you for the uh, time, anytime, stamp. bud. Anytime. should this help." This is so weird. I'm looking at you physically, <laughs> three feet away here. I just poked you.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! I know
0: it's it's really this strange. It's really cr- I hate every minute of this.
2: I'm in love with it, to be honest. Oh, not right. only because I get to see you, and we're both foodies, that was what and I was we've going been getting before. drinks. I'm enjoying it a lot.
0: Great, thank you. Um,
2: but the best part about this is yeah. that it's not Skype. It's not Hangouts No. So when we
0: talk over each other People will actually hear both voices at the same time He did a really good job Except for me for one sentence About not talking over Travis Clark And the one time we thought we were going to talk over Travis Well no, the one time I thought I was going to talk over you I didn't because I saw that you were going to say something
2: Oh, and it helps so much It really does Huge difference I wish we could do it all the time this way but
0: There's only one of these a year
2: This is America guns in my area
0: <laughs> uh, Phil, good news uh, not only is there uh, like 30 people moving in from from uh, the championship to MLS and back and forth and all that fun stuff there's also a bunch of transfers that have happened within the USL championship and we're going to talk about them.
2: Yes we are starting with Tulsa. Yeah, this is a fun one Yeah, for once Tulsa is really no, fun they, in the they, preseason
0: Well, okay, yeah. No, I thought you were just going to say for once and I'm like, hey man
2: I threw that caveat in there. They're um, doing
0: great this year. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, they. I mean, they looked great at the beginning of last season, which was a surprise. But for once, we're excited about who they already have coming in before we find out that some of them surprise are good in some cases.
0: That's how I feel about Tulsa. Okay. They, yeah. I mean, they brought in. Uh, I mean, this this next one I was is way out of left field. Partly because I still want to call them the Roughnecks, even though I adore their rebrand. Uh huh. So I apologize.
2: Both are good. We can like both.
0: We can. Porque no los dos? You know. Uh, and I would have said that in Portuguese if I knew any, but I don't. <laughs> so, uh, Michael de Silva uh, Moreira, maybe? No, that was that was rough. Micón, he goes by Micón, but he's yeah. not the the older dude that's retired. Um, midfielder, he's twenty six. Played in that really really good Brazilian under twenty three with you know Kennedy at Chelsea and and Ederson at Man City. Felipe Anderson from West Ham was on that side. Uh, he moves over from Livorno in uh, the Italian uh, Serie. B, or however you say B in Italian, it's not B. Uh, in his introductory interview, he called it the uh, the Campionato, which is awesome, instead of the championship. I like that. And I'm here on out referring to it as uh, USL Campionato, um, which just makes it sound better. It does, you know. Phil, your initial thoughts on this man who will probably inevitably boss a midfielder too?
2: Um, I. Not a lot, to be honest, Great, cool. but the fact that he's joining guys like uh, Maloto and Bourgeois. Oh, I think there's another signing or two in there that I was kind of excited about. Um, I just love this splash.
0: They had a bunch of uh, what, Nigerian national team boys come in, right?
2: Right. Yeah. And so, you know, especially considering those guys, like yeah. people who aren't known quantities inside of the USL, it'd be interesting to see how their scouting department is, which I think goes a really long way in the USL, having a good scouting department. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in uh not a minute, but a couple minutes. <laughs> Cuz the hounds made some moves. Um Yeah, it's a letter of intent for Tulsa. I mean, this whole off season really has been a letter of intent from Tulsa. Yeah. Um And I'm excited. I, I don't know like the my only like apprehension is whether or not the team's going to gel quick enough. It yeah. might be rough early on for them, depending. That's a good thought. I don't They're bringing how much in English Mike knows. Like, you know, I mean, there might be a weird communication barrier between a lot of those guys.
2: Could be, and it's a whole lot of new guys. You have to acclimate them to the league and,
0: and all that fun stuff.
2: Yeah. And in the USL, I think we argue every year a little bit about this, about like a lot of teams almost start over every year, basically. They bring in, mm. they don't keep as many people as you would expect. Sure. MLS two sides, yep. that's a you know, it's a fresh slate every freaking year pretty much. Yeah. And so it doesn't always make a huge difference, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes it really does. Um, yeah. I will say what, like Austin Bold really hit their stride at the end and they were mm-hmm. a brand new team. And yep. so maybe looking at expansion teams and how they've done every year is a good way to judge it.
0: From Tulsa to Tampa, bang, Not I, I get in trouble for that. <laughs> uh, Mustafa Dumbia from Phoenix. Um, Jordan Scarlett, defender from New York Red 2. And Kevin Mendoza, who played for Veracruz in Mexico. And uh, last year, or actually this time last year, was in uh, Los Angeles Football Club's camp. So... Uh, the Rowdies, I think, are actually a really good example of a team that has a very good scouting department. Yeah. It's actually about to get better, uh, which is a move that no one will notice, but we can talk about that when it's official. Um, they're about to get a lot better at scouting. They're already very good at scouting. Jordan Scarlett, I don't think, is a very hard player to scout because you just go, Oh, hmm. he's good at Red Bull, don't want him anymore.
2: Saw him there.
0: Give me that. <laughs> Um, the Veracruz one will be interesting. Not a whole lot of guys from Liga MX, sorry, Liga MX Keys, mm. moving from, well, Liga MX Keys to MLS, but also moving from Liga MX Keys to the championship, uh, which is interesting.
2: Very much so. Um, you know, I've always constantly wondered what the second tier of uh, the Mexican league mm. would be like versus us, like yeah, man-to-man, yeah. one-on-one. I, I mean,
0: he's coming up from the... the the first division.
2: Yeah, so it's totally different, but um, also an LAFC cast-off, so that's interesting, too. Maybe he was, like, a supporting player in League MX. Mc- well,
0: I, I mean, I think, like, especially in that January camp, you bring in guys to give them a look and yeah. then go on from there, you know? So yeah. I, I think that was definitely part of it, but but again, you know, like, it's, it's really nice to see and I mean, Tampa's always going to be up. At the, Tampa Bay is always going to be up at the top. But That's what
2: like, I was going to say. Yeah, like anytime Tampa signs someone, it's like, are we super impressed, um, or are we just very I, impressed? Well, it's like it's like they used no. to make the huge splash signings, and then at like the end Neil of Collins the season, it may not pay off. Yeah. yeah, but in this case, since last year, they'll get like, you know the a-list plus a little bit you know what i mean without oh, being sure. superstar all-star yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, dp type signings and so i've liked that new look yeah and i think these guys are perfect examples where like told uh, tampa signed them they must be pretty good um and dembuya just to like uh, that's the feeling i always get okay fair enough <laughs> i'm yeah, glad yeah, i got yeah, to I see in real life i can see you kind of laugh at my silly comment i mean like, and i can specify wrong, what I mean. but
0: it's just funny to be like well they signed them so they must be worth something
2: right you know but Dumbuya is a right back, just to kind of specify, if you yeah. didn't know already. And Men- uh, not Mendoza, Scarlet is a center back. Yeah. And so, you know. There's a pairing, potentially. I think they sent... Ta- Ta- Tampa sent a center back away. And I forgot which one it is, I feel like, to the Western Conference. And Probably. So well, and they got the this Kip is a Norwich, replacement too. Yeah. Yeah. Louis Lomas. Lomas,
0: yeah. So they they have two center backs and a right back right now that they just got this week. Uh, Lomas... Um, season-long one from norwich city which is their senior affiliate i guess would be the best way to describe that Mm -hmm. um caleb richards last year was a absolute workhorse and apparently according to caleb richards tweet from a couple days ago he uh he misses the weather over here well (laughs) in tampa
2: i imagine Uh, he was like i'm a little jealous mate to be honest
0: (laughs) and uh yeah so we'll see i you know i i that's another partnership, but I think in the next year or two or whatever down the road, we can definitely see that take a little more flight with Norwich and Tampa Bay. Um, Best affiliation
2: in USL history, in my opinion.
0: Just with the color scheme. The color scheme yeah, is yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all that matters. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yep. Um,
2: Charlotte, they're bringing back a lot of guys that I don't know. I didn't expect them to bring this many repeat offenders back.
0: I had I had a drop or two on this. Yeah. I well, we have friends, yeah. But yeah, we know a couple people. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, Enzo Martinez is back. Alex Martinez has uh, has moved on, which is a unfortunate fact of life in soccer. Is when someone is with one club or or whatever for that long, that they will eventually have to hang them up. Yeah, uh, I just I just went through that. Uh, well, not with a retirement, necessarily but Re- uh, Retiring
2: from Whole Foods?
0: Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. well, I mean, I guess But no, uh, with, with James Chambers Oh, like, right, some
2: thank you, yes, sorry uh,
0: I'm the one trying to be serious this week uh, In this ballroom and. Read that ballroom. article
2: if you haven't already Please
0: do uh, Now, James Chambers, uh, moving on from, from Beth Steel, So I feel like, in a way, in a very funny way I can now relate with Alex Martinez uh, Which, those two gentlemen had some words Uh, <laughs> They bring him back, they bring friend of the show Hugh Roberts back, they bring friend of the show Brandon Miller back, they bring uh, Joel Johnson back, Clay Dimmick is back, uh, Vincent Sabaya, Jake Arman, and uh, you know, and, and, uh, they might have a, a very nice, very nice gift coming, for, I think, for early Valentine's Day. It's okay to say
2: his position, I think.
0: They are finally going here. They are finally going to have a a very very good forward.
2: Yeah. To help Enzo Martinez proven. Which, which which is something they've lacked, I think, for they have not had. maybe in their existence.
0: <laughs> uh, Caleb Calvert lit the league on. No, okay. Sorry, no. St.
2: Louis fan here. I'm going to shut that down oh, right yeah, now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got a red card for coming on the field before he was allowed to against Philly when he was in Colorado. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Silly. That's a good oh, was fun so fact. Good. I was like that one. one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so no. Charlotte have not had a, a big marquee forward... Uh, like they might be getting here soon.
2: Yep, this one qualifies, I, and it, it'll be fun for me. I think the story for Charlotte this year is what are they like without?
0: It's a little bit of a uh, of a redemption tour.
2: Exactly, like, a lot of those guys. Because we were so the aforementioned big forward. Yeah. yeah, And we were so happy with their uh, roster last year. Yes. I thought we and, all thought they were going to be solid, and, and, you know, and things we were, didn't go right.
0: I was selfishly very happy to see another Irishman infiltrate the the <clears> Eastern <throat> Conference of the, of the United Soccer League Championship because mm-hmm. I enjoy their company. I was not to be, though. Not to be. Not to be. Beam, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Memphis get Michael Reed. That'll be... Yeah. Man, Memphis is a weird one. They are. Um,
2: They're kind of... I would lump them in with, like, St. Louis FC, where it's like... They get a lot of known quantities from the league, yeah. and then you hope that they'll kind of overperform as a group. That's how I view St. Louis, at least.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's older than I thought he was, which is weird. Like, he's 32. Yeah. Which is getting up there. He played for Minnesota United for a couple of years. with the, the uh, Atlanta Silverbacks, which is a fun one. Oh yeah. Uh, made his USL debut with San Antonio, where he had forty-one appearances with five goals in two seasons. Nashville, he had fifty-one two goals in in two seasons. Oh right, Nashville. And now, yeah, yeah. Now oh, right. he's with Memphis. So I was having a hard time, thinking, um, but I remember now. A nice little pickup. I, I would be worried about his. Um, I'd be worried about his legs a little bit, especially if he's going to be a guy that's going to play. 25, 30-ish games. Um, but, you know. As an attacker, right? As an attacker, they yeah. probably got him for like nothing. Right. Um, who knows? They need, a, they need a guy that can kind of pick apart a midfield a little bit from the midfield. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I agree. Because I like some of their pieces in the attack. I just, I, I you know, they felt a little old. and I, I didn't think they, uh, they got enough looks on that. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not the analytics guy. They're not here.
2: Yeah, I'm curious about the fit, to be honest, too. Okay. So I think more on that once we see a Probably few games like for sure. like a boot cut. Nope. Yeah, boot cut. <laughs> Taking it back to 2001. Yeah. yeah, yeah like a <laughs> Levi's 501 boot cut, Michael Reed, You know. I might get a like a rib turtleneck from Gap. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it, and it's yeah. beige. It's always beige. Always
0: beige. You know, it was like a time co-op. of the beige. Maybe beige
2: with a little bit of gray, a little bit of purple. Ooh, you know, different shades. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You have one of those weird oversized jackets <laughs> with the huge collar. Yeah. Yeah. Are we popping the collar? Is yes, this 2004 there, now? No, no, no. There's no other option. Oh, okay. There's, sorry. There's so much starch in the collar when you buy it <laughs> that it's already popped. Okay. We're a soccer podcast? Yeah. let's. All okay. All right. I think we're soccer. Uh, yeah. uh, that should have been the name of the show. <laughs> I think we're soccer? People would love that. Uh, New Mexico United. Speaking of New Mexicans. That doesn't work out that well Michael reads from Albuquerque Anyway You can say New Mexicans I can I can Samson Sergi Who was the, uh, the captain of the Xavier men's uh, soccer team 29 goals and 67 appearances And then a Philip Beigel, I'm gonna say Because it's mm-hmm. Julian Weigel. It's not Julian Weigle Or whatever Yeah no. uh, Played for uh, uh, FC Memmingen. Uh, came up through their academy in their first team they're like a weird like i don't even know if it's like a pro league it might be semi pro in germany oh interesting and then played for um TSV Landsberg in like association football in germany like the highest level of association football but association football nonetheless which is good for you because Philip Beigel will now get to test your how good is the is the German third division, but like more extreme.
2: You know me so well. Know you
0: were going to say something about it.
2: German imports are good. That's what I was going to say so far. But this is uh, not the same thing. I'm not putting my faith I in him he's German
0: And he's being imported.
2: Is it third tier though? I think it, it needs to be in third fact, tier. Lower than that. That's what I thought. So, you know.
0: Yeah. I like to think about. So you're really planning your escape
2: route now. Exactly. Okay. Yes, I have an out. That's fine. Yep. You're allowed it Thank you Um.
0: Oh hey look, oh it's, it's, hmm. uh, it's St. Louis St. Louis
2: FC that. That's
0: my team John Berner I, I'll help you out Phil 2014 Colorado Rapids Super Draft Pick Thank uh, you Made five appearances Loaned to the Independents Remember when they were affiliated? As they do that Yes. Was fun Yeah 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 Caleb Calvert again Yep
2: Another guy Keeping Southwest Airlines In business Yes
0: <laughs> Speaking of they went to Phoenix Then Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Probably flew Southwest To get to Phoenix Yep <laughs> You'll have to ask him on our behalf. Can you please ask him that? Actually? I will. I'll okay, ask great. him. Be what like, flights hey man, did you, did you take? Yeah. Yeah. Are when we you supporting Southwest, Frontier? When you, when you Frontier, a good time there, probably. Spirit Airlines, um, perhaps? And then uh, 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 sat out last year entirely uh, with an injury. Didn't play for anybody, which I... We're going to look into that. i appreciate when guys do that, to be honest. Uh, in what? How so? Knowing your worth... And, and understanding that maybe not putting yourself at risk for a year isn't yeah. as bad as making a full recovery. Maybe you do some workshops. Maybe you work for, like, a high school team or whatever, get a mm-hmm. little bit of money going. Yeah. You know, and then and have at it the year after when you're, like, fully healed and you trust your body a little more. Mm-hmm. More people should do that, maybe. I don't know. I think
2: it's a good shout. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say, St. Louis, when we heard it was going to be a goalkeeper, I think they hinted that first, which was really smart of them well, because... I mean they, no, go ahead.
0: They said it was like a local boy.
2: Oh, sorry. They, no, and then they teased goalkeeper, or maybe I t- maybe I got that in text. I think you
0: just wanted it to be a goalkeeper. <laughs> I don't remember. Actually, I think you guys just wanted it to not be a goalkeeper.
2: Maybe, but then, but uh, our minds went to goalkeeper, and we yeah. there are so many St. Louis goalkeepers there that are. were of the quality that could be there a starter in St. Louis. There was one specifically that you had in mind that
0: it was certainly not because it's not a keeper.
2: Well, okay. No. Yep. But anyway, it was a fun game for us all to kind of guess a bunch of goalkeepers for a while and all the options. And then then Burner's a really good one because he is talented and he's a little bit overlooked, and so this could be like a redemption kind of thing. He will be going up against the goalkeeper from Pittsburgh, Riverhounds, who is already on the roster. Of course, I'm forgetting his name. It starts with an M.
0: Oh, uh, one of the Morton boys. Morton, thank yeah. you. So I don't remember which one.
2: Me either, but he's good. Great. He's very good. Bob in Port. We all know well, that uh, town, goalkeepers yeah. and center backs is both, St. Both Louis. Both the Morton looks. kids
0: are from where I grew up.
2: Oh, I didn't know that? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's why you knew his name, thank goodness.
0: I didn't. I don't know which one he is. Okay. It's Kyle and Charlie. I don't uh, It's Kyle, actually. Okay, great. And
2: it's Kyle. Sort of.
0: We're really good at this. Uh, Monarchs, Raid League One. Speaking in,
2: in, of good scouting.
0: Yes. Well, I don't know why Joe Gallardo is just being allowed to walk scot-free or whatever. Right. Um, But good for him. That's a fun move.
2: Well, he probably knew that this was a possibility and had faith in himself. Oh, for sure. Rightfully so. Oh, for
0: sure, for sure. Yeah, because it it was and it is. And honestly, he could have gone to an independent USL side. Easily, yeah. Um, But it'll be really nice to see him in another better, uh, successful affiliate
2: side. And, and uh, the Monarchs are a team where yep. if you're young, they'll play you. And not only will they play you, they'll give you a little bit more time. I think Vega actually just went there from Phoenix. This yep. is my favorite talking point with that is that Phoenix, I have a lot of face, faith in Vega. I think he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Phoenix... One of my
0: favorite Street Fighter characters.
2: <laughs> yes, very much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: But you don't think Phoenix My favorite, has... actually. Oh, wow. But Phoenix, I don't think
2: Phoenix has the... Yeah. Um, allowance to give him time to develop. They need to win. They want to win now. They have the players to win right away. Is so that how urgent it is? I think it is in Phoenix. Wow.
0: You don't think so? I hope it's not. I think it is that They're urgent letting, for them. Like, pretty good pieces go. Like Like Vega's not bad. And like, no, that's what I'm saying. Is I think he's really good, and yeah. I think he just needed a little more to be. I think that's a very dominant. dangerous game to play for Phoenix, though. Just to go. Uh, uh, oh, we didn't win. Okay, no. You know what I mean? Like, like it's cool, so, if they're trophy hunting, and I get that, and they have the money to do it or whatever, Are you saying you don't like, think they are? No, they are Oh, they, oh okay, oh, okay They totally okay. are But, like, at what cost? Like, is it at the cost of being good three years from now? When you have, like, all these dudes, like Well, but are they you only can only always give something more a year? And if he doesn't put up, like, 15 and 5, you're gonna be like, that was cool, bye Yeah, I mean, they can if they want Oh, they have done They can handle it I just it. don't know how good of an idea that is um, They proceed to win the title and I look like an idiot but, you know. Well,
2: people I, keep comparing them to, you know, those the top of the league. Oh a team in
0: the. Oh, yeah. oh. oh no. Oh, like yeah. the PSG uh, of. Uh, oh, oh, well, there's that. A for so. mention okay. in a conversation. Uh, uh, Legal. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, what I'm saying mainly is that RSL scouting department's really good. Yeah. I think they identified Vega as someone they can give some time to, and can be, go from being a good player to being a dominant player in the USL. Yeah. And the cool thing for him is that RSL has also proved that they're willing to give guys a chance on the top level. Yes.
0: Um, and it should I, take a little bit of pressure off, too.
2: Yeah, that's too That yeah. Very much so, i.e. Portillo and Chang, who are all getting mm-hmm. chances up there. Mm-hmm. You have to assume uh, Blake, what's his name? Last name's Blake, is going to cha- get a chance with them as well. Uh, not Jack.
0: Not the guy that did Blake, Blake, Blake down.
2: Yeah, Blake down. Yeah. Jack Blake. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Andre, I, I immediately want to say Andre just to derail you, but I. I'm interested to see if he
2: gets up there as a Brit. So
0: Jack Blake, yeah,
2: he's good enough, I think.
0: I, we'll have to do a breakdown on on. We should have done a breakdown a, on the Blake down. We should have done a breakdown on Blake down where we, we reviewed his show. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, on no, the bucket like two list. years old. It doesn't matter anyway.
2: USL show bucket list.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll make, do a we'll breakdown of the a breakdown of the Blake down Maybe at some point. For, We'll, we'll figure it out. Bring it back, yeah. Just for us to do that, though, not for any other reason. Hey, um, speaking of bringing things back, Miami FC who have a fair bit of money. Uh, that's that's a weird <laughs> that's a weird thing. Just to be, well, they have some money. First of all, yeah. the Miami FC, the Miami FC. This is, this is this like what we a have the to Ohio say. State kind of thing, or yeah. like the University of of of, uh, of Miami kind of thing. I think on the f- shield no. it says
2: TM no, for trademark. No,
0: it doesn't. I just hit my mic. It too. doesn't. It's it's I know, doesn't. but.
2: The Miami FC it differentiates them for sure.
0: You know what? It does. Their logo does kind of look like I know it's a hurricane kind of thing, but it does kind of look like a hip, hypnotized wheel, John. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. that's a real thing. And uh, and you might have just been hypnotized into saying the Miami FC to give them some okay. sort of air of prestige. Listeners, let us know. Yep. Speaking of uh, air of prestige and someone that I'm actually really interested to uh, to see again, Lawrence Olam, who I knew about pretty much right away. You did. Uh, you were a little hesitant. Uh, former Minnesota United, uh, former Kenyan national team player. Former, uh, I think most people are going to know him from his time in Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Maybe uh, a few people out there, a couple of our friends may be known from when he was with the Portland Timbers. TLDR, he's 32, not great for center back. He's probably not as fast as he was. He was never that fast anyway. Um, really good in the air, which is nice. But 150 MLS appearances plus. That means something. It does. And you pair him with a fast guy, that works a lot for a it's, lot of teams and so I would love to see him this is fantasy booking now, but with Josh Yarrow at San Antonio.
2: That'd be great. That would
0: be really fun. Completely agree. There are a lot
2: of guys, like Kalen Ryden, he'd be a good one to pair mm-hmm. up with him. So
0: Yeah.
2: I agree. I wanted to make a and Miami's putting up. Great players. Yeah. They're going to be a good team well, this year.
0: I, I mean, that's historically a thing that they've always done also ever true. since they were in that other league that we don't talk about anymore. Miami versus Tampa Bay. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be a blast. Back in in the in the swing of things. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh. Two people. Anthony Wembia. I'm going to skip the M, but I know in many <laughs> nations they do not. So if I'm wrong, I am wrong. I apologize. Uh, someone correct me. I did my best, Dad. But uh, goalkeeper.
2: Replacing Morton.
0: Probably. Pre- yeah. for mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Mark Lindstrom, who is the most Bob Lilly thing that you can do in January, is when you pick a defender that went to a school on the East Coast. Went to <laughs> UNC Wilmington. Ryan, Ma- or, uh, well, Madden too, but Ryan uh, Allen probably knows like 18 things about this guy. Probably, yeah. He doesn't even know about himself. <laughs> but like the last time he cried was in a bathroom stall after <laughs> the third period when you took your Soch final. That's right. He's like, yeah, man, you got me. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but this is Lully doing his thing, which is, is. makes someone – Which was such a good thing that it made you cry. Yeah, You got choked out. I did, yeah. exactly. Uh, but he does this thing where
2: he can make these center backs, these goalkeepers, yes. and other positions too – he makes them like one of the most dominant players in the league. Yep. And then as soon as they're like kind of at their USL peak, yep. He lets them go, and then he replaces sort of. with someone that he pretty much makes as good, seemingly.
0: Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. He's done it over I, and
2: over I know. and over. No, like, I know he's done it. How for like many rhinos years? and Riverhounds players yeah. are like stars of higher end, higher paying uh, USL clubs? Where, uh, the year they leave. Play.
0: Where did Tony just go?
2: Tony Walls went right back to Riverhounds. That's new news. Is it? Tony Walls is yeah. now a River Hound.
0: <sighs> Fuck.
2: not back to the. He was a Rhino before, but he's back to Bob. Right, Lillian. yeah, reunited,
0: yeah. and it feels so good. maybe, maybe Bob convinced him he is a Rhino. Like maybe he'll come out like an like an OG Rochester Rhino. Oh my gosh, Rhino's yeah. night at the River Hounds. Said hi, Mark. <laughs> We've we certainly made that joke before. <laughs>
2: here's here's another thing I've said before. And I'm going to joke about saying it now. Well, okay. here comes another old Bob Lilly player who's over the hill and isn't going to make it well, happen. No, 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 no. Hold
0: on. We've said that about Bob Lilly himself before. We have. You're right. Yeah. We didn't even need to, like, try to pass it off as like, well, this guy's old. We yeah. don't know if the player can go. It's, we're just like, this coach is bad now. I to, to be
2: fair, going. I was right about Veleski and then wrong about everybody else. <laughs> Dos Santos did a wonderful job last year. Did we, did, we, uh,
0: did we ever cover Romeo Parks on this podcast? We haven't. No? Oh, man. That's big news? It's big. I just don't. Man. I uh, Okay. Uh, for people that don't know, they probably know by now. They're, everyone's aware because I think he did pretty good numbers on social for hell or high water. But yeah. um, uh, uh, Romeo Parks is back in USL and he's with New Mexico United.
2: For the third time, really. Which is what I is yes. which is where I'm going with that. Yes,
0: he is back, back. Yeah.
2: Because I don't know how you feel about Romeo Parks. As as usual, everyone hears about some kind of controversial uh, signing in some form or fashion. They kind of lose their minds for a little while, at least in the Twitter Twitter world and Reddit world.
0: Yes, which and, I have to remind myself consistently that Twitter is not real life.
2: I know, but you know what? It's where I live, <laughs> basically. Uh, so I get caught yes. up. And so my first reaction after I got over it, yep. for, you know, which didn't take long in this case, was that Romeo kicked a dude in the back. Yeah, was kicked out of the league. Yep, was kicked out of like federation football. And then the next step was not for him to come back to New Mexico United. He came back to Pittsburgh already once, the following season.
0: No. Yeah. No. No. Oh my God. He did. Right. Oh He's already God, been right. back once, and wow. people don't remember that. Wow, yeah, that Lily's the
2: one that brought him back, yeah. not wow. New Mexico United.
0: Mm, no, the other guy in Pittsburgh did it. Oh, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're right. But still, Regardless but he
2: did spend. He, yeah, yeah, but he yeah. did spend time in Ireland, and you actually came across a guy that gave you some nice I information. I did.
0: I was so excited. Uh, Con Murphy, one of the uh, one of the guys on the greatest league in the world which is a wonderfully named uh, podcast put on by the League of Ireland about the League of Ireland, um, which is, like, so worth your time and a listen, even if you don't care about the League of Ireland, just because uh, I love Irish accents, and I, I, and I think there's a lot of parallels between the Irish Premiership and USL just mm-hmm. because of the, the seemingly really tiny, really sort of, uh, you know, everyone-knows-each-other sort of community. Uh, but... Uh, so Parks played for Sligo Rovers in in, in Ireland, and um, so I was like, hey, uh, we, I I don't have super big beat on League of Ireland, like what you know what happened, sir. And uh, at code Murphy C O N M U R P H Y Sport uh, got back to me. and said you know barely highly thought of at Sligo, 11 goals in 30 league appearances, couple in the uh, in the uh, FAI League Cup as well. Uh, language style, a bit deceptive quick by league of ireland standards uh and uh, and they thought he was uh much more of a mature person than uh, than he was during and after that incident uh the interesting part is that he also wants to find an angle back to the jamaican national team
2: which usl has seemed to work in the recent past but that is
0: not that easy of a team to crack anymore no it's not because of dane kelly and a couple other people and Romy. and uh, and some other boys. Yeah. You know, and that's not like as as sure of a thing as it was when he was probably playing for the Reggae Boys the first time.
2: Right. Yeah, it's become a lot harder. There's a lot of, a lot of guys teetering on MLS basically, or pretty much belong there if they weren't Jamaican actually, so, um, yeah, he's got his work cut out for him. But I think New Mexico United, if he is trying to get back in, that's a great spot to be because they're a very attacking team and he's an attacker. So it's really smart. a couple
0: of really nice people. Like I would have, in a weird way, I'd love to see like Santi Moore just like throw balls into the box towards <laughs> Mayo Parks. Totally. Uh, now I get to watch him throw balls towards 900 people on Phoenix Rising, <laughs> which also works out.
2: Yeah, also does work out. But,
0: uh, I, yeah, like uh, I'm conflicted because I feel like if Romeo Parks did like anything that wasn't kicking Carl we met who I have a weird soft spot for I've said it many a time Mm -hmm. if he didn't like if he just like smacked him in the face or something I would have been like yeah he kind of paid his dues but you like kicked the dude like in the back and like he had to get stretched off that game and like if he probably like miss kicked him air quotes because you can you can see those other (laughs) people can't I did air quotes on miss kick you could have paralyzed the dude yeah, it's so like I don't know. You're right. He's already been back once, and he's already paid for it. And he got shipped off to Ireland, where I can't imagine he was super happy because it's cold, wet, and not Jamaica there. Very much. Um, not. who knows? Who knows? I, I, like, I think he'll do okay. Like, 11 and 29 isn't like lighting my world on fire. That
2: was my question: Is do you think he'll be successful here? Because he wasn't all that great when well, he came back to the USL. Let's
0: quantify success. Well, I I hope he's in better shape, right? I think no. he was a little out when he was with the Hounds because okay. he wasn't playing before in any professional level because he couldn't. Um, and he's probably being challenged more at New Mexico. I would hope so. There are
2: dudes that very much want to take his spot. I think, and well, the guys that, ahead I, of him actually. And I think
0: that team is a little hungrier than for sure Sligo. I, I, like I think I think most every team in the League of Ireland is ambitious except for Cork. Uh, but um, that's no, that's yeah. They're like the U23 side of, uh, of the League of Ireland. It's actually kind of cute. Um, but, uh, yeah, like New Mexico United are ambitious, which should help him. He should be in better shape. I think success for him probably looks similar to what he did with Sligo, right? Ten, ten, ten goals in 30 for him?
2: That'd be great. Most people are going to be very happy with that as a striker. Even more happy if he's on the wing, which he can do,
0: I think. Apparently a much better interview, by the way. He is? Apparently a much better oh. interview. I bet bet David Carl will figure that out. Still very Jamaican. Still very relaxed. Yeah. Still very laid back. But apparently a much better enemy.
2: Okay. Well, good? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. He's got got a long way to go, but I think, you know, like I said earlier, I think he's a good attacker, so I think it's a good spot for him to land and prove himself if he can.
0: Oh, for sure. Or he'll
2: be gone very quickly, to be honest.
0: I can't imagine. Um... yeah, I mean, it yeah, if if he doesn't perform well or if he's a you know like a just a if he's a dick in the locker room <laughs> I've said that before, it's our rule. um <laughs> then he's gone. <laughs> I think you yeah know yeah, um short leash on that one for sure. I would imagine, yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think, uh, think Troy has much time for right for people like that. Yep. I don't think Peter Chavissitti has much time for people like that. you <laughs> chatted i you know, i I think those this is a. Somewhat calculated move, yep. and I kind of like it for that. I don't know if I'd love the player, but you can't fault someone for offering up rehab stint number two.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah. And then the, uh, the last chunk of news, this is not player related, but uh, San, Diego Lo- San Diego Loyal, there it is, uh, first time I've had to say that, which is why I fucked it, are uh... hosting Club Tijuana mm. in San Diego.
2: That's awesome. Which should be
0: very well attended. Should be a tradition, to be honest. And uh, another example of, hi, like we get these teams coming in, to, and like a a good one, a <laughs> good sized one, you know. Yeah. I, I like Tijuana as much as the next guy. I'm, I'm a DC, you know showless supporter. They're not my club, but you know, it's 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 good for USL to be seeing what they are up against, kind of. And I mean.
2: If you want to win fans in San Diego maybe bring in a Liga MX side, you know Can't what I mean? Hurt. Right.
0: And you get to scout a bunch of, I imagine, clubs you want to like U twenty three kids because they're not gonna bring their first team.
2: No, exactly. They're
0: gonna bring the kids with like one hundred and seventeen on their jersey.
2: Well, and yeah, exactly, over one hundred. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and I look forward to it. It's great. Be like, um, oh, that's a U nineteen. But you're right. This is a scouting opportunity too for USL Which is kind teams. Kind of tricky. Yeah. I think that's great. You think
0: everyone's gonna go now? They're gonna be like, yeah, we gotta check out. Everyone in the Western Conference is gonna go.
2: If I was around, you're I could. Send I would. Hundred no, percent. you send
0: somebody for that one. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, because then you get to scout Loyal, too, a little bit. A little bit. That's true. You get to see how they, well, they're not going to show their hand, but, you know. Yeah. Who knows?
2: It's it's the Donovan world over there. Bring it in.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God, that's actually him. I thought I was having a go, but nope, he's over there. Yep. Wow.
2: Coach and GM and owner. Not player, surprisingly.
0: Had to be said. Thankfully, right. He's already unretired like three times. He's yeah. Like the Ric Flair of soccer. Can't do it again. It's like, dude, just just stay retired. <laughs> you know. Now it just looks like you need money. What's happening? <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I'm excited. And, and and that club's taking shape. And that's a really fun thing to give Landon Donovan the keys to the car and yeah. your house and your bank accounts. And
2: you can't fault the decisions on players they've made so far. So I mean, no. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a high money side. It's looking like. Yeah. So
0: I heard they were gonna bring in Brian McBride.
2: Yeah. They're going to take him from USMNT. They're going to take him from the GM role
0: and just be like, come on, man, you got it. Yeah. Lawrence came back. He cancer.
2: There you go. You and Greenspan in the box. Let's oh, see what I happens. Love that. Yeah. Oh, that's gross.
0: <laughs> it's a weird, oh, that's a weird that's just, that's combination just of things that's here. That is. That's just, please don't put me in between those two guys because <laughs> I'm not getting anything. And it's not just because of am 5'9".
2: All right, man. I, so think, I think we did, we did it. it.
0: Yeah. In Baltimore. In Baltimore. United Soccer Coaches Convention.
2: Yeah, we have a, a couple interviews. Um, Travis Clark. Only one more, really, unless more come up. But, uh, you know, we're right next to Total Soccer Show. We are. We're watching the Cooligans clean up because we they got a set that we're hopefully going to catch later today. So we're having fun here.
0: We did talk to the Kool- or to, uh, to the Total Soccer Show boys. Have we talked to you before?
2: Yeah. They're lovely folk. But not in person. It's always yeah. different yeah. to see the face as the voice comes through. Yeah. It's been good.
0: Anyway, we'll get out of here uh, at the USL show. Thanks for BGNFM and Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC, my friends. Yeah. For uh, for, for sponsoring this, putting it on, supporting us and all the like. It's very weird, by the way, recording a podcast. I'll say this, whatever, it's this just funny to me. It's re-recording a podcast when people are actively staring at me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a little awkward. That so, just happened. Uh, with that being said, as I was doing that, I of read, like, 18 people looked over and like, who in the hell is this kid? Yeah. And uh, with that being said, we're gonna get out of here. Thanks, Robbie. Uh, thanks, BGNFM. Thanks all the lovely folks over at, uh, at Roughneck Scarves. Thank you for Peter Wilt for coming by and saying hello and, and chatting for 10 minutes. That dude is an icon and is someone that I very much love to have several drinks with yeah uh but uh yeah it's been a fun one here at the united soccer coaches convention um from uh from the lovely city of baltimore and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys a bunch next week indirectly but we'll do it take care